Um, hi, everyone. Welcome to another um, a podcast from your teen interns at the Ypsilanti District Library. For this month, we're going to be talking about financial literacy and kind of like our own experiences. The bag that holds all the contents for this month's pack is a burlap bag. And if you kind of forgot what a burlap bag is, um, the way I'm seeing it and how I like compared to um what I know is I always like imagine it as like one of those old sacks that like um <clears throat> like criminals use in cartoons when they like rob a bank and I think it's like so fitting considering it's financial literacy um so that's a bit of a visual if you're kind of like remembering what a burlap bag is so that is the bag for this month's pack and then Um, Along with the contents, of course, we have our teen subscription pack, including a little message for you guys, as well as some tips and tricks if you're interested in um, going in, um, sorry, in um, tips for um, saving and spending, as well as some information about um, us and also even a local business um, run by a teen. Um, Other than that, Um, We also have a coin purse that you can use on the daily along with a dollar notepad. To be honest, when I saw this in my bag, it was like a very small $100 bill and I was like, did they give us fake money? But (laughs) no, it is a um, notepad um, that you can carry around with you. It's like I said, very small, so um, you can carry around with you everywhere you go. Just don't mistake it for money. Um, our book for this month's pack is Jackpot by Nick Stone, and our food aspects are Money Mints, Smarties Money Rolled Candy, which is basically, I guess this is self-explanatory, but Smarties, but, like, for the little, um, circular candy, they have, like, different dollars, like $1, $5 on the top of it instead of the Smarties logo, um, and a snack from a local teen business owner, um, like I mentioned, um, we gave info about in our newsletter. Um, Next up, we have a money bank and also budget sheets. If you really are looking to um, take a step forward in improving your financial literacy. And that is all we have for this month's um, teen subscription pack. First up, we're gonna be talking about um, our personal experiences with this job we have at our library versus um, other jobs you might have had before this or upcoming jobs we might have coming up soon. So does anyone want to go first? I guess I could. Um, I've had a few jobs. It's it's been a it's been a few jobs that I've had. Um, I think most of the jobs I got were just from uh, what's it called word of mouth like people told me like oh this place is looking for people this place is looking for people and i just applied and they a lot of the jobs i worked like for example i worked at mcdonald's for a while and they were really understaffed and obviously it's mcdonald's so there's a lot of um there's a lot of it's busy there's a, there's a whole lot of business so they they could really use anybody so getting that job wasn't really hard and working there was it was honestly very hard. Like food service is, you really have to be built for it because they're going to ask you to do a lot of stuff. And 
unless you can do what they're asking, you probably won't really have like a role in the in like the the group of it. So you just have to be ready to do basically anything. And then um, I've worked jobs landscaping. I got that from just like recommendation. Basically, my track coach is also a landscaper. So he let me work with him. That was pretty, I think that was one of the most interesting jobs I've worked because I was doing a lot of things that I'd never done before, like yard work and like laying rocks and stuff. That was cool. It also pays really good. Like if, if you want a job that's like, it's going to be hard labor, but it pays very well. That's something I would recommend. And then um, I guess just like most of the money I made, unless I needed something, I, I would try to save it. Obviously, you know, I see something I want uh, and I have the money for it, I'd buy it, but I wouldn't go like too crazy with my spending. And then I guess recently, you know, me just having the money to go out with my friends, you know, get some food, whatever. That's been something I've been doing recently, but yeah. I think the biggest thing, especially if you're young, is to save, but don't like save yourself to the point where you're not not even willing to enjoy, you know, being around your friends or doing stuff with your friends and stuff. Like save your money, but also, you know, spend some. You're you're young. When I was in like middle and early high school, I did a lot of odd jobs. Like I did a lot of babysitting um, and like yard work kind of like I would like rake people's leaves or like mow their lawns or like water their plants while they were away and I'd get paid to do that um, but my first real job was probably at Growing Hope um, which is like a nonprofit organization um, that works to um, promote food justice they have like an urban farm so a lot of the work that I did was like planting and gardening and like working on their farm um, they also ran the farmer's market, so I'd help um, make dishes for, like, their sampling booth, um, and, like, yeah, I don't know, I <laughs> just helped run the farmer's market. We also kind of, it, it wasn't just, like, labor, like, there were lessons incorporated where they would teach us about food justice, and then we would kind of take the more, like, upper, um, like, high school level knowledge that they were like dispelling onto us and then we would make it into a lesson that was kind of more palatable for smaller children and we would go around to like different summer camps uh, and like youth groups kind of around um, Ypsilanti and we would teach the lessons to the kids and we'd play games with them and we'd usually make a dish that was mostly produce based and we'd get them to try new things and It was really fun. I liked it a lot. There's like some inner workplace drama, which wasn't that fun. But like, aside from that, it was a pretty good job and like a very decent first job, in my opinion. So that was fun. Um, In terms of, I like don't really spend a lot just because I, I don't know, like I just want to save up so I can put myself in a good position for college like so I don't need to work a bunch if I don't want to Um, I'm also trying to like save up for a car that's not a total piece of junk Um, so I don't really 
spend a lot but I have this weird habit though where if I get cash like I just don't deposit like if I get cash from someone like I'll just kind of spend it on whatever and like like if I get a check I'll definitely deposit it into my bank account but if I get cash that's like fun money or whatever you know yeah so for me the job at the library also isn't my first job my first job I had was I think the summer of my sophomore year so like a couple of years ago um and I basically just worked at a ho- as a hostess at a restaurant. Um, and I got this job mostly because this, this is the same restaurant my dad worked at. So like, I kind of had like a connection there. So that was um, how I got the job. Um, and I mostly worked there just for the summers. I never worked there over the school year. Um, and I think when I first got the job, since I only worked for like maybe like three or four days a week because that was kind of like during um, like COVID, still during COVID. Um, But um, so I didn't really have much to do other than like work. So I did take on more like shifts during that time in comparison to like the summer of my junior year because I also worked there again. Um, I took on like less um, shifts just because I did have another summer program going on at the time. Um, But personally for me, when I first got that job um, during the summer of my sophomore year, I feel like, um, so I didn't really have a bank account at the time. So whenever I got like my checks, my mom would just like, I'd give the checks to my mom and she'd give me back the amount in like cash or something. And then I'd like set it aside to like save up. But then um, towards Oh, wait, sorry. And then um, I kind of like split the money. I'd be like half of this goes to like um, saving up and stuff like that. And the other half is like for spending if I want to like spend it on clothes or whatever. I, but I think like towards more um, the summer of my junior year when I worked there again for the summer, um, that's when I did have a bank account. So practically all of my money um, was deposited towards the bank. So I didn't really like use most of the money from that job towards like spending for like clothes or like things I'd like. It's more towards like, um, kind of like what Sophie said, like saving up for college and stuff like that. So that's my personal experience with like saving um, from my old job. And that's kind of like similar what I do with this job too. I kind of just put the money aside um, and save it up. Cause I also do get an allowance from my parents, like a couple of dollars. And I mostly use that um, for my spending money in comparison to, the money I get from my jobs. I guess for me, this is my first real job. Um, I'm still tech, I'm still in high school, and I still have a few more years to go, so I can't really relate to having other jobs that actually pay and give me real world experience. From budgeting, it's more or less um, I don't really spend money. Not in a way that, like saying, oh, I won't go out with my friends or anything since in reality, for the last few years, you couldn't really go out, especially during, specifically during uh, COVID times. But when I do get money from like social events or uh, family events, uh, normally just goes into my bank account, which right now I'm trying to build that up so I can get like a down payment on a house once... I'm old enough and 
kind of graduate from college um, for uh, for like knowing how you're like the, the like spending pattern. It's I just spend on like the things I need. So I break it up into things I want and need. And uh, kind of the wants are more for like future once I get like a stable income uh, after I graduate college. And like needs are the things I just need right now. And I kind of need them for classes or and whatnot. Money management is fairly important, especially if you aren't really in the best situation and you kind of want to save up for the future. Uh, it's a good time to do it to start it in high school so you can get a head start uh, if you enter college or if you don't enter college. So you kind of have a place to stand without being at the very bottom. For me, uh, how I pick my jobs are, well, hoping to pick my job. It's like, where am I? What's my focus? What's my major? What major do I have in mind? For me, that's engineering. So I'm trying to pick engineering related jobs more specifically to computer programming or uh, the electrical side of engineering. And uh, for resume building, it's more or less you have to build up on experience, find these um, kind of tiny jobs, I would say, and trying to build upon that. So it shows when you're building your re uh, resume, you have that kind of dedication to that field and you're willing to learn and continue to improve uh, over time. Yeah, I feel like it's a really good idea to do jobs that kind of support the work that you want to go into eventually or like what you want to study in college because um, that really adds some good like relevant and applicable experiences to your resume that will make you kind of look good to employers for the kind of job that you want to get so I also kind of agree with that and think that's important. I also kind of agree with the fact that the pandemic kind of changed a lot of the ways that we spend money because like for a while no one was really going out with their friends and it was harder to do social things so you're spending less but I know also that lots of people that I know just kind of went like balls out with, <laughs> with like online shopping and stuff too in the wake of the pandemic. Yeah, I totally agree. And kind of like connecting back to um, what Kaden and Sophie were saying about like doing um, like jobs and, and maybe like other stuff that's like kind of connected to what you're interested in. Um, I think it's also sometimes kind of hard for people to do that because a lot of what, in my experience, what, um, what are the... Um, companies are looking for is like you need experience in order to get a job but you can't get a job unless you have experience kind of like vice versa and stuff like that so um we can also talk about like what like extracurriculars or volunteer experiences you've guys done um to help build your resume overall yeah i can start um, so I'm president of my school's National Honor Society chapter, which has given me a lot of opportunities to get involved in like service projects. Um, my area of interest is like nonprofit 
I'm, I'm going to um to study public and nonprofit administration in college in hopes of like either getting involved with a nonprofit organization or going into like library work. So a lot of um like the kind of experiences that I have for resume building have to either do with like nonprofit organizations or service type activities. Um, so like, for example, I run, um, Amelia actually like co-runs this with me, but we, we run like a literacy mentoring program um, through the Honor Society where we meet up with um, like younger elementary school kids over Zoom and we read stories with them and we write stories to promote like reading and writing and young kids. And that's kind of, I feel like a really good experience for like, if you want to get involved with library type work, but it also shows like anything that shows that you have good leadership skills or like, even if you don't kind of like take initiative and you don't run a program or something, I think doing something for a long period of time and being consistent with it and constantly showing up also proves that you're like a hard worker um, and that you're reliable. So those types of experiences are also good for resume building, even if you're not like running your own program or president of a club or something, just kind of being part of an organization and producing or not produce, but I guess like just part but like keeping, if you show up, like it'll come, it'll come through in your work that you're a reliable person and like a good potential job candidate. Also volunteer experiences can lead to like employment opportunities a lot of times. Like if there's an organization or an area of interest that you're really passionate about, getting an internship there, even volunteering, if it's not, you're not like getting paid can lead to paid opportunities. For example, um, <laughs> in my halfway through my junior year, I really decided that I wanted to go into library work. And so I kind of did a bunch of research on like what kind of education I would need, um, just what, what the job is like. Um, I reached out to a lot of my local librarians, just kind of asking them like what they liked about their jobs and how I could kind of get involved in like the library scene because I wasn't really sure how to like start doing work like that. Um, and then I got involved with um, a service group through Ipsy. I got involved through, with TAG and we started working on um, like our, our PAC project. And I just kept showing up and doing the work and like coming back consistently. And eventually they were like, do you want to get paid to do the same type of work? And I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. So I don't know. That's kind of like how I got my job here. Yeah, I'm kind of on the same boat as Sophie. I joined um, TAG, which is um, the teen advisory group at the Ipsy Library around, um, I think a couple of maybe weeks before she did. Um, and kind of like what she said, um, first we started like volunteering and like doing stuff online because this was like, we joined during the pandemic and stuff. And then soon we kind of like branched off into new ideas and stuff. And now we've been part of this paid internship for almost a year now, which is really cool. Um, but in addition to this, we've also still continued being part of the teen advisory group. So we do still um, volunteer at the library. And personally for me, I want to, um, my career interest kind of um, branches more towards um, STEMs. So I'm kind of leaning more towards like the science stuff in my career interest. But I've also been involved in, lot, in a lot of service um, extracurricular activities. So um, NH 
Oh, sorry. So Sophie um, just said that they were part, they were the president for NHS. And um, for those who don't know, me and Sophie goes to the same school. So I'm also an NHS member. Um, I'm also a part of um, several clubs at our at my school and I'm part of a couple e-boards and I'm also class representative as well. So personally, I think that um, kind of what Sophie was saying that even if you don't have that many extracurriculars or projects that are directly related to the career path you're going into, I think the fact that you have a lot of experience in leading people or being part of like an organization and consistently participating, that that's going to reflect on your character and people are going to see that and that they'll know that you're like interested and that you're a committed individual in all these activities, in, even if they are not directly related, but um, definitely doing activities that are semi-related to what you're interested. Um, like the summer program I'm doing is like a math program. So that kind of falls within like this STEM side um, of the career path I'm interested in. Um, that's definitely gonna boost it up, but overall just being part of an organization and consistently showing up and participating um, and contributing to that group is definitely gonna reflect on you as a character. And it's definitely gonna show that in like interviews or like your resume and stuff like that. I agree, especially like for like certain extracurricular activities, especially like sports, because the things that sports can teach you about you know obviously you know the sport or whatever but life like it teaches you integrity it teaches you character it teaches you sportsmanship respect discipline um commitment like there's so many different lessons that can be learned that translate to like all walks of life all situations whether you work in a job whether you end up playing that sport professionally no matter what like the things you can learn from being an athlete are like there's it's just so much stuff that can help you in whatever field you want to go into, whatever situation you're in. It's just sports are very, they're a very, very helpful tool. And I think if you, you know, if you want to, obviously you should, but even if not, you should still find some form of extracurricular that can teach you those same skills because at the end of the day, they're just more helpful for you. I will say having a good GPA looks good on a resume and having sports or like extracurriculars looks good on a resume, but having like extracurriculars and a good GPA on a resume is key. That's like, you know, the goal. Because <laughs> I think another thing with like having a lot of extracurriculars on your resume or sports is it shows that you're good at like time management, if that makes sense. Um, like when I was working at Growing Hope, that was the summer between um, eighth grade and my freshman year and then freshman year and my sophomore year. I worked there two summers. And during both of those times, I was like swim also swimming competitively very intensely. Like I worked probably from like nine to four every day. Um, but I went to morning practice for two hours in the morning before work. And then um, I go to evening practice in the evening for two hours at like seven and then I'd also go to the pool like on my own during like a separate time like right after I got out of work before evening practice so like kind of having overlapping things like if you're doing a sport at this same time that you're working or like if you're doing um, a sport during school and like you're you're also like your GPA is also really good so like like that kind of thing shows that 
you are um, like a very like balanced and well-rounded individual and that you have like good time management skills. I mean, regarding time management, as Sophie said, it's, it's very important to have that set down to something very simple. Using a calendar is very helpful uh, when setting up all, all your stuff, especially when you get into college. And for me, I'm taking college classes right now. And, and you have to decide your classes and pick the right times that won't overlap with uh, appointments outside of classes and stuff. Like for me, um, I'm in robotics and on average I'll be working. I don't get paid, of course. It's just like a school thing. I get, uh, I work about 13 hours a week and at our peak over 40 hours. And you have to communicate that, especially since we're so young, uh, you have to communicate that with your parents because they need to know what's happening. And so if they're scheduling anything, they can work around that and they're not really in the dark about what you're doing. If you don't have good time management, everything's gonna fail and in the long run, it's gonna hurt you severely. I will say this too, like money isn't everything also and you need to kind of be conscious of like where your mental and emotional and physical health are at and make sure that especially if you're trying to work during um like while you're still in school obviously probably most people who are listening to this are still in school so just make sure that you're kind of that you don't let working or like an obsession with money kind of consume you if that makes sense like it definitely shouldn't be your number one priority like probably during the school year like you should definitely focus on like your work or if you have other commitments but yeah I was gonna say something else and then I forgot but I don't know just make sure I think the other thing too is that like you will succeed if you work hard and have a good work ethic if you're tenacious and like when it comes to job opportunities, you really kind of just have to put yourself out there and like take chances, you know, like take risks, like don't be afraid to kind of, I don't know, apply for jobs because the worst that can happen is someone says no and you just don't get it. But like, at least you know that you tried, you know, you've got to be consistent. And if you really want to end up working so right now, I'm like kind of like looking around for jobs on Indeed. And I'm in a situation right now where like I need to work remotely um, and it's kind of challenging because a lot of people a lot of like the remote jobs that are available out there right now are for um, like college graduate students or like for like people who are still in high school and so I'm like in this like weird kind of in-between place where I'm trying to you know look for a job but I've probably since exams finished a week ago have applied hold on i have my indeed thing literally pulled up right here i've applied for 17 jobs in the last like two weeks but i don't know you know just also just find something that you're passionate about and that you really care about and again is gonna like serve your career aspirations in the future because like you know if you're genuinely passionate about something and you enjoy it like if you really like helping people for example like it doesn't necessarily 
feel like work and like getting paid is kind of a bonus so I feel like it's important to like find something that makes you happy you know and I don't know I know that not everyone is like has as many opportunities to kind of do things like that but I think if you are in a situation where there are jobs out there that like kind of pertain to what you want to do in the future that it's good to try and seize those opportunities um yeah I definitely say use the resources you have I think especially when it went into high school I had no idea that there were like so many resources and like supports near me that could like help like boost my resume overall but also like help me build myself up as an individual and then um Hold on, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, and then also using like the people around you as resources, like definitely like, like I said, my first job I got because like my dad works there, but not everyone can have um, like that opportunity with them. But like even asking like a family friend or um, a family friend or like people, you know, not necessarily to get you a job, but more so like what their job experience is or what they exactly do. Um, and that can definitely give you more insight about um, real life, like opportunities and jobs that you um, that are that you potentially have access to and that you could potentially be interested in. And that can help you like guide you along your path about what exactly you want to do um, as a career or um, what extracurriculars that you want to do in relation to that career. Because I can definitely tell you, especially in my freshman and sophomore year, I had no idea what I was interested in. I was still really confused about. Um, what type of colleges I wanted to apply to because I'm going to be applying to colleges next school year but as I've started like getting myself more involved in my community started going to um, more clubs and being more involved with um, extracurriculars outside of my club such as the library there are so many more resource like local resources than you think I think it's more so that um, what let what allowed me to realize this was like getting on my computer and actually researching this stuff and um, kind of like using other people I know as resources to help me guide along. So I also think that's really important. Yeah, I think using the people around you as like, like making good use of your connections is really important. I think that's how I kind of like got my growing hope job. Like my, my stepmom used to work there. And so that's how I kind of like found out about it. And with the library, I just, over the pandemic, I'd check out literally, like, two giant, like, trash bags full of books every week. And so I would just kind of, like, talk to some of the librarians that were always, like, putting stuff on hold for me or whatever and ask them about opportunities. But I think the other thing to keep in mind is that, like, follow what you're passionate about. Because if you really care about something and you're willing to, like, kind of put the work in um you can find ways to like make a living out of that and I guess that's more kind of like a a long-term thing to keep in mind but just if you're really genuinely passionate about something even if it's like I don't know in the arts or something that's like not traditionally a very like high-paying area of like employment just just like I don't know this sounds so cliche but just follow your dreams you know because if you if you like put put the work in then you can find a way to make it work and like make a living out of things that you actually care about 
I said, just do what you're passionate about and the money will follow. Yeah, I like what you said there, Daniel, because for like um, me, Sophie and Caden, at least we all were like volunteering at the library just for like the enjoyment of it. Also to give back to our community, especially during like COVID and stuff. And then we so happened to like, like we there like an internship opportunity popped up and like it kind of like went from there. So definitely go for, um, sorry, I forgot what I said, I was gonna say again, but like do the things you enjoy cause you never know what's gonna happen. It could ultimately lead you to like better opportunities and you'll even get like more experience from it. Um, like personally for me, my character um, before like volunteering in general, I was more like shy and a timid like person. Um, but I think as I've gotten more involved um, with my community, I've been like more outspoken about my thoughts um, and I've been more like confident in myself. So even like, um, like doing something you're interested in, it can help you like gain a lot like more personal experience from it more so, um, outside of um, just like um, job experience, you can get like more character development within yourself um, too, which is also really important. Yeah, I think for sure, like working and especially getting involved in service work has kind of definitely helped me kind of develop um, my identity and strengthen my character. I know as young people, a lot of times we're just kind of trying to find our place in the world, like how we kind of fit into society and what, what we're passionate about and who we are. And I think working, whether it's like a job that you're being paid for or like an internship experience or doing volunteer work definitely can help you like discover a lot about yourself, like what you're passionate about and like what kind of brings you um, fulfillment and like what you feel is important to you. So I feel like even if initially you don't get paid to kind of do some of those things that they can still teach you really important lessons about your own identity. I guess also when it comes to like trying to find a job because maybe you're like well I want to work but I just don't know what I like or whatever like I, I don't know where should I start like think about think about things that you enjoy but also kind of maybe lie out what's valuable to you like what what's important to you what do you think the world needs more of like whether it's like helping people or creative expression or art or like um yeah i don't know <laughs> but but just just think about what's what's important to you and what you want to see more of in the world when you're if, if you're trying to like kind of figure out what kind of job you should get into I think definitely if you're still unsure about what type of career path you're getting into, definitely diversify the different um, activities you do. Um, like before I was like potentially interested in like computer science, but when I did the computer science program, I kind of like got bored. <laughs> Sorry, Kaden, I think you're interested in that. But personally for me, it didn't work out for me. So that kind of like helped me guide that guide me along like, oh, maybe I don't want to do this. Maybe I should try something else that's still along the um, science field I'm looking for. So um, try different things. If you're not interested in them, you maybe like, maybe you um, you find something you're like, oh, I definitely won't like this, but you never know. It might like change your mind. Um, 
So try new things. You, maybe you'll find something that you didn't even think you'd enjoy and it could potentially even help you um, guide along your path to like what career you're interested in. I completely agree. I actually wanted to be like a therapist or a social worker for a really long time. So I signed up for like a psychology class and I just hated the class. <laughs> like I didn't like it. And I decided that it just kind of wasn't necessarily what I wanted to do. So definitely like try new things like Amelia was saying and diversify your experiences. Um, having like diverse experiences in terms of your extracurriculars and kind of your clubs or other things can also look really good on your resume because it kind of proves that you're well-rounded and like being a Swiss army knife of a person is definitely like I think a thing that employers find really attractive um, so yeah like do sports but also like be involved in academic clubs or like just try things that you're passionate about because it's still an experience like even if you didn't necessarily like it like those experiences are still things that you can kind of use to build your resume and be like I did this or I have experience in like this area and that's kind of what makes you appealing to like employers. Um, I guess maybe like really quickly, cause I know we mostly talked about jobs and not necessarily like money management. And I know most of us kind of save our money and don't really do budgeting, but I think it'd be really important to say really quickly that like starting a bank account at a really young age has a lot of benefits that maybe not everyone know about versus like like I had a coworker at my old job who like literally just kept all his money in a safe or something <laughs> and that can be dangerous like if someone breaks into your house like it's easy for it to get stolen or whatever but putting your money in the bank has a lot of benefits like because you can garner interest like the bank will pay you a small percentage of like the money that you keep in the bank just for keeping it in the bank. So like there's actually kind of a lot of benefits to keeping a bank account. I'm not 100% sure on this either, but I'm pretty sure that like keeping a bank account can also help you like build credit maybe. Like is that? Is that I, I think you're right. I might yeah, also I'm be I'm not want. Sure. <laughs> yeah. No, but you can garner interest and like the more money, here's the other thing about saving too, is like the more that you save, the higher an interest rate you can get, which means that like, okay, let's say these numbers are not 100% accurate, okay? But let's say that you have like $500 in like a certain account or whatever. There's like different thresholds. Like if you have a certain amount of money in an account, you can put it into a different type of account where you get like a higher interest rate. And so you can get like, for example, a 2% like cash back instead of like a, I don't know, 1% or something. Like the more money you have in there, the more the bank pays you to like keep your money there, I think. So get a bank account, even if you're kind of have some apprehension around it. You don't really need a lot to like start it either. I think if you're under the age of 18, that you need like a parent to kind of co-sign with the bank account, but like you don't need a state ID or anything. I think as long as you have 
like I remember when I used to like actually deposit checks at the bank pre-pandemic that I would just show them like my school ID and they'd be like yep you're good you can deposit your money into your account um but like definitely having a bank account makes it more like secure like um if there is like anyone who broke into your house or like let's say there was like this is a bit extreme, like a fire or something. A bank account definitely helps, but like, let's say you, you aren't able to have one in a circumstance and you were wondering to like budget money. I think um, if um, like you get money and like separating it into like categories definitely helps build um, budgeting, like manage money management and stuff like that, um, which is definitely another option you could take um, if you're unable to have a bank account. I know we've got some like pretty heavy savers in this group for the most part because like <laughs> but um I think even if you're someone who kind of likes to spend money on like you know social things or food or just uh, like other stuff the a general rule of thumb even if you don't want to put away like all of your money in savings is that you should save at least 30 or more percent of your like income or like the money that you get just so you have something that's put away for the future and so you can kind of start to like accumulate wealth this has been an episode of tag make sure you follow us on instagram at ipsy library teens also make sure you're on the lookout on our website ipsylibrary.org slash subscription packs that's where there'll be content involving the packs themselves new information about the podcast and promotional videos where you may be able to see some behind the scenes stuff about the podcast and the creation of the packs themselves again this has been tag i hope you enjoy have a good day